0: Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. I'm Andrew Cannon, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to the Joy Power Break series. In each episode of the series, I'll be giving you a highlights tour of a theme, which we recently covered in depth in the Joy Superpower series. This week's episode is a bit longer than 10 minutes. So why not treat yourself to an extra large mug of coffee or tea, sit back and enjoy a break as we dive into the recipe for spiritual well-being and reflect this week on the superpower of freedom. Spiritual well-being is one of the four joy ingredients related to well-being, alongside emotional, mental, and physical well-being. And freedom is one of the spiritual well-being superpowers, our research tells us, can be of great value to people as they put together their own recipe for a joy-filled life, or if you like, their own joy cocktail. Freedom is not for everyone, however, but whether you already have freedom as one of your superpowers, or if you are considering adding more freedom to your joy recipe, then hopefully you find that this Joy Power Break episode provides you with inspiring food for thought and empowers you to take action. At the end of last year, I had the pleasure of chatting with Kurt Mekadante about freedom. Kurt helps people design, manifest, and grow businesses that provide them the freedom and the fulfillment they want in their lives. For 25 years, Kurt has counseled business leaders and has built three profitable businesses. Kurt is also a certified business behavior consultant, host of the Kurt Mekadante podcast, and author of the book Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. Kurt and I started off our chat by talking about the definition of freedom. Kurt defines it as living a life in which your days are full of want instead of compulsion. Instead of living a life of lack, living a life of abundance and prosperity, which is not equal to money in a bank account, by the way. Kurt sees freedom as our birthright. We're born in a free state, says Kurt. This doesn't mean that sometimes life can be tough. It can just like right now for the people in Ukraine, as well as in many other places around the world. But people like Nelson Mandela, Victor Frank, and Primo Levy can give us inspiration and courage. Despite what they each went through, they still felt free. They didn't give it away. As Kurt points out, when you realize that freedom is your birthright and that freedom's between your own two ears, then no matter what externalities happen to you, you'll always be free. Kurt and I also discussed the relationship between freedom and joy. According to Kurt, freedom gives you the power and the time to create joy. I especially love this quote by Kurt. What gives you joy? Focus on that, because life becomes so much more enjoyable when you realize you can create it. One of the subjects we dive deeply into It's the link between technology and freedom. We live in a world where technology, and specifically artificial or augmented intelligence, can take care of many things on our behalf. For example, through automation, taking care of repetitive tasks, et cetera. Robot vacuum cleaner's been a good example of this. So in theory, this is freeing up our time, right? Offering us the gift of freedom. But is that our perceived reality? Is that our lived experience? And is that your reality? Is technology making you freer? And if so, what are you doing with that extra freedom? Time is relative, as they say. So is all this technology giving you the feeling that you have more time? Is it allowing you more time to create a joy-filled life? Much of the evidence so far suggests that the more technology we have, The more automation is growing, the more productive we are becoming. So we start cramming more stuff into our day. We start becoming more busy and, as a result, more anxious and stressed more often than not. In many ways, many of us have become slaves to the technology, addicted to email and social media notifications or even to doom scrolling. But it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe take a moment now to reflect on your relationship with technology. What choices can you make today which will allow all of this potentially great tech to make you freer, to give you more time to create more joy? So back to the connection between freedom and joy. So even if freedom gives you the opportunity to create joy, it seems that freedom alone is not enough. It's only when you combine freedom with purpose that joy starts to flow in abundance. People need to feel purpose in their lives, at work, in their relationships, but also when thinking about their own well-being. If you want to explore the joy superpower of purpose, I can highly recommend our podcast episode with Rochelle Marie Lawson, the Queen of Bliss, who took us on a deep dive into the art and science of purpose. Kurt and I couldn't discuss freedom without talking about the great resignation. Many people have had time to think over the last two years due to the restrictions imposed because of the pandemic, in particular, the shelter in place, work from home periods. And Kurt noticed that as people spent a year or two at home, working from home, they realized a few things. One is that they realized how much time they waste at the office. Yep, doing urgent but not important work. They also realize how much time they waste on the way to and from the office. And they realize lots of negatives of work. For example, the office politics, the constant holler boss, the lack of appreciation and respect. Then they realize, wow, I have a family. I have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, I have a spouse. I get to see them more often. And now, as many companies are telling people to come back to the office or putting in place online monitoring systems to track people working from home, many people are saying enough is enough and quitting their jobs. Kurt advises everyone to take a look at your job search and your career as branding and sales. Promote yourself, promote your superpowers, promote your strengths. And when you go into an interview for a job, remember, and have the mindset that you are interviewing them as much as they are interviewing you. Ask yourself, is this employer worthy of me and worthy of me investing my time and energy for them? And when you go into it with that mentality, you're empowered. So don't just think about the money, think about freedom, think about fulfillment at work, being appreciated, having the ability to self-develop. And if you're retired, how about finding volunteering work that aligns with your strengths and your purpose? Kurt and I also talked about the apparent paradox between freedom and limitations and discussed this quote from Thomas Rutledge, PhD, which was published in Psychology Today. And I quote, each day we exercise our freedoms in hundreds of ways that impact our health. Freedom begins affecting our health, in fact, from the moment we get out of bed Some of these freedom effects are large and immediate, such as raising our risk of injury if we choose to drive above the speed limit or under the influence of alcohol, or with sleep deprivation. While other effects seem insignificant in the moment, yet compound dramatically over time, such as the cumulative effect of daily choices about nutrition, sleep, and exercise. Kurt found that the compounding effect of sleep, nutrition, and exercise is really important and strongly linked to freedom. Kurt pointed out that freedom requires, perhaps counter-intuitively, limitations. And he gave a great analog about a river, and a river is a river, not a pond or a lake, because of the banks of the river. The banks come in and force things to move forward. So Kurt says set limitations, but don't build a prison of chaos set limitations that keep the bad stuff out and keep the unessential out. Kurt reminds us that ultimately freedom is the freedom to choose. As my dear friend and colleague at the Art and Science of the Joy, Debbie Schlesinger-Hellman, is fond of citing from research in this area, only 10% of our life path is determined by our life circumstances. A whopping half is determined by genetics but another 40% is based on what we do every day, our choices. And to wrap things up, here are Kurt's three key tips on the joy superpower of freedom. Tip number one, subtract. Time can become a limitation of freedom if our mind is fixed on adding stuff to our lives. Instead, we can make time a gift in our lives by focusing on subtraction. Use subtraction as a method to finding alignment between work, relationships, and self-care. Don't look for balance, seek alignment, or as we say here at the Art of of Joy, integration. One concrete way to do this is to do what Kurt calls an audit, edit, eliminate, restrict practice on the work, relationship, and self-care aspects of your life and how you're using your time. Kurt does it on a daily basis, but if you feel that's too intense, maybe start on a weekly basis. Think of your life as being in a boat or a balloon. What's causing drag? What's preventing you from rising higher? Find out what it is and jettison it. Figuratively speaking, toss it overboard. Let go of things not serving you. Tip number two is take responsibility for your choices. Kurt says, be conscious about your daily choices. You can't control everything in your life, but there is much that you are responsible for. You're not just a victim of circumstance. You're also a product of your choices and your decisions. And your lot in life right now, love it or hate it, is the product of the decisions that you've made. The good news is that where you're at tomorrow or next week is going to be the product of the decisions you start making right now. So start by visualizing what you want and reverse engineer it to find the shortest, simplest path to the life you want. It doesn't matter whether the journey takes five days, five years or five decades. Whatever it is, you're going to be better off moving consciously the way towards that vision. Kurt says, use the past as a learning experience. Learn what to subtract, learn what to keep, learn what you want to reverse engineer and travel the straightest line to get there. The third tip is to define your riverbanks. A river is a strong flowing river because of its riverbanks, its limitations. Kurtz reminds us that freedom is not about having no limits. It's about setting strong limits which enable you to move forward in your life with fast flowing freedom and purpose. This will bring you to joy. So set your limits related to work, related to relationships, related to yourself. For example, reduce the number of people you interact with to those who add joy to your life and to those to whom you add joy. Or set your limitations on your body by making conscious choices about what you put in it and the amount of sleep you're getting, for example. So why not take a moment now to reflect on these three tips? Subtraction taking responsibility for your choices and defining your riverbanks and thinking about how you could integrate them into your life if you're seeking more joy through more freedom. Well, that's it for this power break. And if you want to find out more about Kurt and the amazing things he's up to, check out his websites, www.kurtmecadante.com and www curtsblog.com and if you feel inspired to listen to more of kurt's thoughts and hear kurt's story about how he chose a life of freedom and where that led him please visit the art and science of joy.com website to listen to the full episode with kurt which you can also find on your favorite podcast platform by searching for the art and science of joy And whilst there, why not subscribe to our podcast and join us as we explore more and more joy superpowers. And if you don't already do so, please follow the Art and Science of Joy on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Come and join in the conversation and help us spread the power of joy. Why not start by simply sharing what's bringing you joy today? Thanks once again for listening. And I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, farewell. Be joyful. Be free.